0: This is Weekly Woman by Jubilance for PMS. Hey, and welcome to our show this week. On the podcast later, we have Laura Murphy joining us from the IAPMD, or the International Association for Premenstrual Disorders, which is a lifeline of support, information, and resources for women with premenstrual dysphoric disorder, PMDD, and premenstrual exacerbation, PME. She's on to share her own story about PMDD, but also to talk us through what IAPMD does for the community, as well as the differences between PMS and PMDD. Just as a refresher, let's talk about PMS and PMDD before Laura joins us. So, you've heard of PMS or premenstrual syndrome, which are the symptoms both emotional and physical that appear with each menstrual cycle. We all know about this, all women experience. Um, some form of PMS during their lifetime. And just in case you need a refresher on PMS, the symptoms can occur about one to two weeks before bleeding and stops when the period begins. There are a number of different symptoms. They can range from the physical and the emotional, including mood swings, irritability, anxiety, stress, and gloominess. Other physical symptoms include breast tenderness, bloating, acne, and aches. Most symptoms will reoccur over time, and women all have different symptoms. Um, Some women may experience severe emotional stresses or anxieties during that time of the month, but others might just experience a craving for sugar. Um, So it's different with each woman. Um, So you have to figure out what, what is exactly happening to you. But then there's also PMDD, which stands for Premenstrual Dysphoric Disorder, and it's the severe form of PMS, very severe. Um, PMDD is said to affect between 2 to 6% of women and can disrupt women's lives completely. It is a disorder that occurs in the luteal phase of the cycle, about six days before menstruation, and the symptoms don't stop until the end of bleeding. PMDD is a disorder that causes extreme depression that interferes with day-to-day life. It is a chronic condition that continues to occur every month and is hard to treat. But okay, so what is the difference between PMS and PMDD? The biggest factor that distinguishes PMDD from PMS is that when the symptoms start, if it affects one's ability to function at home, in work and in relationships, it's probably PMDD and it's very severe and requires treatment from a doctor. Um, It also can be distinguished by how long the symptoms last. PMDD might last a lot longer than PMS, and it also um, is always occurring month to month. So Laura is here to talk to us about her own struggle of being diagnosed with PMDD and how she started volunteering for IAPMD and eventually started to work for the organization to get PMDD more widely talked about. The work she's doing is so important, and I can't wait for you to hear what she's up to. She'll be right here after this message from our sponsor. First, we have to give it up for our sponsor, Jubilance for PMS, the only supplement on the market to help relieve your emotional PMS symptoms. This supplement is produced by a woman-run company and is the only clinically tried supplement on the market for the emotional side of PMS. Just think if you could stop all the stressing and those anxieties that accompany PMS. It's totally possible with a supplement you take once a day. Learn more if Jubilance is right for you at jubilance.com. Um, Well, welcome, Laura. We are so excited to have you on the podcast. Um, I have loved IAPMD's work (laughs) forever. Um, As a company that specializes in the more PMS side, it's amazing to get to talk to you about PMDD and PME and just your amazing organization. So thank you so much for being on. Thank you so much for having me. Um, Laura, I just wanted to ask you first, where are you calling in from with your beautiful accent? Oh, I thank you. (laughs) So I am based in the UK and I live in Rochester in Kent, which is um, just sort of about 40 minutes southeast of London. Oh, okay. Oh, wonderful. Actually, so I was just in Scotland like two days ago. (laughs) Oh, no way. Uh, Yes. How's the jet lag? uh you know it's pretty bad right now oh, but yeah, it's but, always worth going back yeah, yeah but it's actually <laughs> great because I woke up at like 4 a.m and I got so much work done oh productive day that's good Where in Scotland were you um my sister lives in Edinburgh oh gorgeous it's so pretty but she's moving down to London in the fall so I can't wait to visit her oh yeah let me know when <laughs> <laughs> yes definitely <laughs> Yeah. Um, and how is your weather right now? I know you guys were in the middle of like a horrible heat heat. Uh, yeah, last wave. last week, I think Monday and
1: Tuesday, we had a sort of unprecedented heat wave really. It was really hard work for us that aren't we're not used to it. We live in brick houses, they're not set up, we don't have aircon, like mm-hmm. maybe in supermarkets and some offices we do, but mainly houses, you know, generally don't have AC so um yeah it was a pretty uncomfortable few days but it's really nice now it's kind oh, of great <laughs> <laughs> great, and I'm good with that oh good
0: <laughs> yeah no. I was
1: suffering last week
0: <laughs> oh no yeah and and what what is there to see in Kent like what should we what should we think about when we think of Kent
1: I can tell you some places to avoid
0: okay um
1: <laughs> there's some um pretty run-down areas, like the area I'm from, the Midway Towns. But there's also some really beautiful bits. There's um, some lovely places by the coast. So Whitstable, Deal, Broadstairs, all lovely places along the the coast. Folkestone, very artsy. And then I live sort of more inland. Um, There's obviously Canterbury, you know, very, very famous place with the Canterbury Cathedral. And then I live in Rochester. So we have a, a beautiful castle and a cathedral. And a lovely Dickensian high street. It's where um, Charles Dickens wrote a lot of his books about. So um, lovely, sort of cobbled high street, lots of independent shops, um, a beautiful castle and cathedral. I used to be a custodian at the castle for one Wow, <laughs> uh, which is pretty cool. Getting to go and put the flag up every morning. Uh, that was that's quite so interesting. So cool. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think I think that's the, uh, the the interesting thing about having a a health condition and a chronic health. To, condition when I was younger that I um temped a lot and I jumped from job to job um not really knowing what was happening to me um and that was just sort of one of the things that came of it I temped for my local council and got to do lots of very random of uh, like my local government and got to do lots of very random things so that was yeah that was one of them a summer in a a medieval castle Wow. That's,
0: that's amazing. You're yes. excuse me, are you royalty? Are you a princess? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <Hard> wish. <laughs> so you talked a little bit about um your chronic illness mm-hmm. and you became a part of the International Association for Premenstrual Disorders or IAPMD. Um and a huge component of the mission is to support and educate people with premenstrual disorders. Um, How did you get involved as the Director of Education and Awareness?
1: So it all kind of started off, really. I um, realized that I was living with PMTD myself after 17 years of having symptoms. Um, And that kind of light bulb moment really just changed the trajectory of my my life, really finding out about it and getting answers to what I'd been going through. Um, I joined the UK PMTD support group on Facebook and um just found it amazing for learning and connecting with people and eventually um I started adminning on the group when they needed help and then I took over the group and um as I was uh running it and I'm sure you know to all the admins out there my goodness you know people work so hard for so for free when suffering themselves um it was just the same story over and over and over again which was you know I've been going to the doctor no one believes me uh you know everything's hanging by a thread I'm scared mm-hmm. I'll lose my children if I tell anyone about how I'm feeling um and eventually I, I don't know what happened on first, I think it was the first of December first of January 2017 I was like yeah I'm starting this awareness campaign I'm um, gonna do something about this so I started the vicious cycle um, it's a patient-led awareness campaign um, started that and from there became involved in social media being sort of quite vocal about it and then connected with um, IAPMD that way because obviously we were referring a lot of people to them um, and then yeah ended up joining their board of governors a board of directors sorry and from then on started helping out with the social media and then um, I became a social media assistant then I became wow. the social media coordinator and then I started managing the social media and then um, I became director as we kind of sort of like grew and built you know we had more people come in and um, yeah then I moved on to be the director of education and awareness so yeah a bit of a Bit of a journey, but mainly, yeah, patient patient experience and being a squeaky wheel that won't give up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, be that squeaky wheel. Yeah, they get the oil. They get the oil. (laughs) Yeah, and can you tell us what IAPMD is? Um, What What is this organization? Okay, yeah. So we are a global nonprofit. We work, as we already covered,
1: globally. Um, So I'm based in the UK, as is our uh, our social most of our social media team. Now, Um, our president is in. Florida. Uh, we have uh, staff members in Tennessee now, and our CEO is in Halifax, Nova Scotia. We work very internationally. Uh, we're a nonprofit. We work to provide uh, peer support, education, awareness, resources to anyone, anywhere affected by the two core premenstrual disorders, which are PMDD. Premenstrual dysphoric disorder and PME, which stands for premenstrual exacerbation. Um, so we aim to kind of be um, the leading light, really, in PMD awareness and education uh, moving forward, um, and to really sort of give hope to people around the world who are living with these conditions, and to give them information and tools and resources to arm themselves to um, get the help that they need and that they deserve.
0: That's wonderful. Uh, Your website is so great because it has so many resources, both for patients, for providers, you have different events going on all the time. Um, You have support groups. (laughs) Yes, it is very comprehensive. I can't Mm -hmm. believe all of the things you're doing with your small staff. Um, The amazing things that you guys are up to. Um, And I think like the biggest thing that um, I'm wondering is, Uh, What is the difference between PMS and PMDD? That's a big question that we get asked here on this podcast.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's a difficult one to answer because there isn't one proven um, scientific answer for it. Quite simply, we don't know. Um, It might be, you know, it's PMDD is still referred to often in the UK as severe PMS, um the real difference um bar you know any um biological differences is the severity of symptoms so the with pmdd um symptoms need to be severe enough for for a diagnosis of pmdd symptoms need to be severe enough that they're life impacting so that they are affecting you know your your work life your home life your uh, romantic partnerships your relationships and friendships um, i think we always you know we like to say you know whereas pms might be a headache that it can be unpleasant but you could take you know um what do you call paracetamol i'm trying to think uh doll, well you could take Mydol and move forward with your day um whereas pmdd would be a migraine that you know perhaps lasts 10 days you know very um very different ends of the scale both unpleasant and I wouldn't want to do a disservice to anyone that lives with PMS that's really uncomfortable and you know finds it disrupts it you know finds it really uncomfortable I don't want to um, undermine how unpleasant that is I think the, the the main difference with PMDD is that those symptoms are just really cracked up to cranked up to be um sort of quite life impairing um I think it's important to note that um PMDD is a spectrum disorder, so while we may see some people, um, we we see a difference in severity of symptoms, so you could have someone that can still function, they can still go to work, they can, you know, put the mask on and go through the motions, but inside they're really, really struggling, you know, right up to those people that perhaps um, in hospital every month because they're suicidal, um, you know, there's a, there's a real, there's a real range um going on and also there's a real range in um, how long those symptoms last so for some people it might be a few days a month and for other people um like myself near the end of my journey was you know two sort of two days going downhill 10 days really in it and then two two weeks back up again um so yeah it can be quite different whereas i think pms is more confined into that week isn't it before before the um before the menstrual period so
0: yeah is that is that a good answer yeah that's a great (laughs) answer it's it's very confusing like you said because it's it's hard to diagnose and like it really hasn't been diagnosed or talked about kind of like what you were saying before of like uh doctors don't believe women when they go in and say, like, my PMS symptoms are so bad. Can you tell Mm -hmm. me about this? Especially as an organization that's so new that started in 2013. Can -hmm. you talk a little bit about how IAPMD was created?
1: Of course, yes. Yeah. So um, IABMD was actually formed so in two thir- 2013, like you said. And it was through two um, patients, Sandy McDonald and Amanda Lafleur, who were both um met on a Facebook group. Um, you know, these these sort of um, peer support avenues can be really life-saving. I know it was for me. Um and they connected along with a couple of other people um and decided that they wanted to form um an organisation to kind of, you know, put the the flag in the in the sand, as it were, to really make the mark for for those people with PMDD. So they created NAPMDD, um, which was registered in Colorado, um, National Association for Premenstrual Dysphoric Disorder. Um, and as time went on. By the time I came involved, there was also other people involved internationally. So in 2017, I think it was, we became IAPMD um, because we were already working globally and there's a need globally um, mm-hmm. for this information and, and advocacy. So it was really those two that really um stuck through and really made the organization what it, you know, what it is, what it was, um, and really. Built it as a resource for patients, you know, and now providers as well because I think it. There became a point where, um, you know, I think the it was the the head of our clinical advisory board said, you know, we're creating thousands of patient experts, and now it's time to educate the professionals. So we launched a professional um, community. Uh, back in last August. Um, so that's been yeah, a year now, and um, wow. to really build up glo- global education and awareness.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's wonderful what you're doing, because there are so many workshops, not only just for patients, but also for providers um, to learn and have more awareness about what PMDD is and yeah. um, PME or PMS, mm-hmm. um, which is, uh, which is also something that like we don't really talk about as women. I'm curious with your PMDD story. Mm -hmm. um, You said it was 17 years before you figured out kind of what it was. It's something that uh, we as women and menstruators don't really talk about. We learn about puberty. We kind of learn about menstruation, like the key basics. uh, But no one has no one ever told me about PMDD or PME. I Mm kind of had to look it up for myself. My sister Mm -hmm. has PMDD. And so um, it's just like figuring it out on our own. How did you find out that this even existed?
1: Google. Okay. <laughs> Dr. Google. And I think I have to say, you know, that what you're saying isn't just the case for PMDD. It's so, so many reproductive and women's health conditions, mm-hmm. it, you know, endometriosis, PCOS, um, adomyosis, all of these things, you know, there's massive movement in the, the UK at the moment about menopause, you know, mm-hmm. so many conditions that are just haven't been brought to the forefront and that young people aren't educated about um you know not just young women but you know everyone so that they can perhaps stop, spot the signs in other people um
0: I've forgotten the question now sorry I went down I no no I think, I think <laughs> that's what I was asking about it's just like I think it's yeah such-
1: it's not just it's not
0: just PMDD
1: and there are steps, um, for example, so in the UK now, there are um, part of the syllabus, which unfortunately is um, is optional for schools to teach. But however, they are bringing in a menstrual well-being part of the syllabus so that people are taught what is a, and they don't, the term isn't normal because what is normal, but yeah. what is a common amount of blood to be lo- using, losing, at what point? of blood loss is that unusual mm-hmm. what kind of um emotional symptoms would you expect to be present at what point should you start looking for assistance or help mm-hmm. you know pain you know at what point you know you you're told to expect cramps and things you know at what point is that cr- you know cramps and pain and abnormal amounts of, of mm-hmm. pain all of these things need to be talked to people so they can advocate for themselves you know I wish I could say it was well, actually no that's a horrible <laughs> I wish I could say it was just PMDD I don't wish I could say that I, I just wish um you know it all comes under the same kind of heading and mm-hmm. young people and beyond you know need to be educated
0: yeah, I, I mean, Absolutely. I think that's the biggest thing is the education aspect that we just don't know about it. And I mean, I work for a women's health company, which is how I learned about it initially. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of a light bulb moment because it was that's when I really realized this is my sister. Yeah. Um, and it was just after having, having worked this job for a while and like learning that PMS and PMDD are completely completely different things that people go through. Um, can you talk a little bit more about what PMDD is versus PME? Yeah, of course.
1: Um, so uh, PMDD, premenstrual dysphoric disorder, the symptoms um, in terms of time scale, I'll speak about first, the symptoms with um, PMDD are only ever present in the luteal phase. So between your ovulation and your period. So for people who have a 28 day cycle, for example, the first 14 days, roughly, before ovulation, people would be symptom-free, very well, themselves, you know, living their life. And then around ovulation, until the time of their period, sometimes creeping on a few days into their period. um, That is when they would suffer these symptoms. Um, Symptoms include, you know, depression, anxiety, um, being overwhelmed, a feeling, you know, of impending doom, Mm. um, changes in sleep patterns. So perhaps insomnia, or in my case, I used to have hypersomnia. So I would, you know, wake up in the morning after sleeping 14 hours have breakfast need to go back to bed again have a nap get up go back to sleep again just couldn't keep my eyes open I I swear I fell asleep sometimes walking just literally just you know absolutely walking through treacle you know um exhaustion irritability it can be rage um for some people, there's a component of some physical um, symptoms as well. So um, a joint pain is a really, really common one. I know myself, um, my hips used to, I wouldn't say seize up, but just everything felt like walking through treacle. Everything became ah. really, really uncomfortable. Um, and then with PME, so um, premenstrual exacerbation would mean Let's use um, depression as an example. So someone um, who is a female or assigned female at birth, um, if they were suffering from depression, they would have those symptoms 28 days. Throughout their month, however, in that luteal phase towards their period, those um, symptoms would be heightened. They would be worsened. Um, I think research showed that I think it's about sixty percent of people suffering from depression would also experience PME of that. So it's really important to sort of track the cycle and understand these elements, so that perhaps um, perhaps you might need to keep yourself safer in that time you know if your if your depressive symptoms are worsening you might need more support you might need um extra help you might need to be left alone more you know but essentially you know so you can keep yourself safe um is the main main thing um so yeah it, it's really down to 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 tracking but there's so many conditions that can be exacerbated premenstrually so you know Um, in terms of physical conditions you know it's noted in arthritis asthma um, fibromyalgia I believe and then the more psychiatric side of things which is what we deal with um, you know bipolar disorder depression anxiety borderline personality disorder Um, often people with ADHD see an exacerbation of their symptoms in that luteal phase Um, you know the list kind of goes on and on it's it's you know, it PME is not an official diagnosis yet. It's very much a phenomenon that's kind of been um, noted and is being studied. So, the main difference is in the typing, the in the timing. The two can be really easily confused. Um, we used to we used to see actually um, people being diagnosed with anything but PMDD. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, amount of people diagnosed with depression, anxiety, um, bipolar disorder borderline personality disorder and now we're actually starting to see the opposite we're starting to see people misdiagnosed with PMDD and having wow. treatment for PMDD rather than having their actual core issue um treated so it's really important to track the cycle and kind of unpick these patterns um to figure out when these symptoms are happening for you Um, you know, the severity when they come, when they go to really try and unpick this mesh, you know, if if it could be PMDD or PME or perhaps even something else. Uh, We do have a self screen on our website that might be useful for people uh, who are unsure which of the which of the two they have.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did see that on your website and it looks very easy to use just going through with um, questions and everything. Uh, that's wonderful that you have that up there. Yeah, it's really
1: one of our most used resources. It's fantastic. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's wonderful. Can you talk a little bit more about the resources that you have? You have, um, like all kinds of events and also support groups, networking, um, as well as different advisory boards of young people from all over the globe. Um, you also have your podcast. Can you chat a little bit about all of the things that you you guys have going on? (laughs)
1: so I should say one of our main programs that we offer is peer support which you know as I've kind of alluded to can be incredibly life-saving I know it was for me I think PMDD specifically for me and the way I view it is it's such a unique experience to have this on off condition to be able to function normally whatever norm, whatever your normal is you know in that part of your month you know so potentially like you know days two or three to 14 for me to be able to function normally and go out and be present and do your jobs and stay on top of life and see color in the world and then to go from that to living you know being unable to get out of bed everything's black and white feeling totally overwhelmed for me you know being unable to work mm. being unable to cope you know not even be able to cope with like receiving emails or things in those times because it's just so overwhelming to the point you know you think you've upset everyone um you know the old rejection sensitivity kicking in um it's a really unique experience and then to you know start bleeding And, you know, sometimes within hours, sometimes within a couple of days, you know, this black veil kind of lifting and returning to normal. It's an incredibly bizarre and um, repetitive condition because, you know, you're not just coping with it as a one off. It's cyclical. It's going to come back every time you you ovulate every time you ovulate there's going to be that hormone fluctuation your brain is going to react negatively to that hormone fluctuation and cause these symptoms so I think having peer support speaking to people who understand who know what day seven is who know what you mean when you know you're getting a bit um I describe it like not manic not a mania but around ovulation I would just go into this like I need to clean everything and I need to get rid of everything in the house and you know just I don't know I don't know how to describe it you know but just the adrenaline of trying to get things done and then this utter crash I think to have people that understand that and that aren't going to judge you you know if you you know suicidality and suicidal ideation are very very common in the PMDD community and having people that understand that you know perhaps you're having invasive thoughts doesn't mean you're going to or you want to act on them but having friends and people you can say this is how I'm feeling is oh, just such a weight off your chest so I think you know we offer free peer support to anyone anywhere in the world affected by these conditions we have um six Facebook support groups wow um uh, parent one for parents one for mums uh one for Canadians Uh, We have one for people who are going through surgery um, for PMDD. We have one for young people and a sort of general open one for anyone, perhaps someone who has a friend with PMDD or someone that just wants to learn more. It's a bit more Mm -hmm. open. Uh, We have the Inspire Forum, which is um, more like an old school forum. So you can be anonymous. Wow. For those people who don't like to use social media, Mm -hmm. you know perhaps that kind of thing and then i can't remember how many support groups we have we have uh, video support groups just started i think we're up to about 14 which is wonderful. oh my gosh that's amazing it's it's really fantastic and we've just had two new um lgbtqia ones mm. starting which is just wonderful we have two faith affirming ones we have one for younger people it's really great and you know to have people and kind you know to be able to come along to these and connect and verbalize how you're feeling when perhaps like you say um in other places you've been gaslit or not heard um it's really really powerful so I have to say peer support is like one of our really big and most most valuable programs uh, we obviously then do education and awareness which is me so we run patient webinars we um our focus at the moment is on the professional community so we connect with psycho scientists who are studying um, hormone sensitivities Mm -hmm. and um, the menstrual cycle and then any clinical professionals. So, um, you know, with PMDD, you could be treated by a number of professionals. So gynecologists, psychiatrists, psychologists, um, you know, we want to connect with all of those. um, So they're providing better, you know, quality care for, for patients. And yes, we do have a number of podcasts on our website. (laughs) We need more. I need to get on that.
0: (laughs) Yes, that's wonderful. Yes. Well, I'm here if you need a PMS um, fabulous <laughs> podcast episode. Thank yeah, you. <laughs> a little bit different, but um, I, I just think it's amazing everything that you guys are doing and the peer support. I can't believe like all of the different venues that you have and options for the community and something that's like really like arisen so quickly. Um, so I just commend you for everything that you're doing. Thank and, you. Um, we Laura. work very
1: hard and we rely, we have amazing volunteers, you know. And I think pretty much all of us at the org were, you know, um volunteers for a long time before there wow. became any paid roles. So um yeah, it's been a real process, but you know, our our team and our volunteers are fantastic.
0: Wow, that's a that's amazing. And um something that we always ask on this podcast is, what is your definition of womanhood?
1: Oh, that's a that's a complicated one, isn't it?
0: Yeah. I think it changes like second to second. so it's just like right now, at this present moment, what it what does that mean to you?
1: Oh. that's a really interesting one because I've heard a few podcasts about you know womanhood being related to motherhood Mm. I had my ovaries removed I don't you know I can't have children I chose not to because I wanted to be alive instead Mm -hmm. Um, I think
0: I don't know if I can answer that one what does it mean I don't know and what and that's why mean? I really and that's why I really like that question because everyone has a different answer um
1: I don't know if I can answer it because I think yeah. for, for for me is it the way you look is it femininity is it um bodily parts is it the way you present you know we're an inclusive organization and you know I have um, friends who are trans women mm-hmm. to me they're women it's mm-hmm. you know I i don't know if i personally have a definitive answer for that question i think oh that's a complicated one
0: yeah well i think that's a great answer of just yeah. it being complicated so yeah i think it's 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 a
1: it's a difficult one mm-hmm. I, I tell you one thing i hate being called a lady i'll say yeah. that mm-hmm. when <laughs> that's one thing yeah um when people I'm in a group and I'm, I'm referred to as ladies or lady I don't know it just doesn't hit right like it doesn't annoy me it I don't get like annoyed by it particularly it just doesn't it doesn't sit I don't know what it is
0: oh I feel the same way about miss or like Ms, Ms. Ms. <laughs> like just don't <laughs> even bother please
1: yeah. <laughs> or ma'am <laughs> just be like
0: hey you yeah. <laughs> I would like that better
1: yeah I think world changing isn't it and becoming more open and open-minded I'm kind of really interested in inclusion and um finding the whole you know gender spectrum really interesting you know I myself I identify with being a cis female you know and I'm quite content with that as long as no one calls me lady. <laughs> um <laughs> No, but I don't know if I have one and it also feels like it's not kind of not my place to say is that well that's weird isn't it
0: no Ooh, I, I don't is think this a big question. yeah I, I think it like opens up the conversation to like yeah there's you you can keep talking about it forever which is why I like it
1: yeah it is really interesting yeah because it does it come down to like having breasts does it come down to having a certain figure does it come to body parts yeah you know
0: I just think about it like power like we have so much power in the world and um how can we harness that uh, oh I love that yes I don't know that's that's my weird one as of right now
1: (laughs) yeah no I don't think that's weird at all I think it's fantastic and there's so much to be done for like you know women's rights Mm -hmm. I just don't know how you'd define it in a nutshell yeah as it were (laughs) not
0: sure (laughs) yeah well, Laura, I just want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I, I personally learned so much. Um, and thank you so much for everything that you're doing at IAPMD. And um, I can't wait to listen to the rest of your podcasts.
1: Oh, as thank well you so as much. Just
0: keep seeing how you guys continue to grow and um, make the world such a better place. Oh, we try. Um, we try. I'm getting there. <laughs> Yeah. Thank, thank you, Laura. Thanks for listening to Weekly Woman by Jubilance for PMS. If you like the podcast, please review us on iTunes. It really does help. And if you want to take advantage of our special offer to help your PMS turn from stressful to nonchalant, use the promo code weeklywoman with no space in between the two words at jubilance.com. Again, the promo code is weeklywoman.